Hey, pals. Welcome to the very first episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I can't wait to get started on this little love project that I've literally been dreaming of for years now. I'm about to share with you how the worst moment in my life eventually became one of the best things to ever happen to me. Buckle up, because it is about to get real. All right, so I'm currently sitting in my office, a spare bedroom in our home that really initially started as my creativity space. Whether that was for crafting, like sewing, painting, knitting, or scheming up new ways to spend money on crafts, and then convince my husband I'd eventually start a small business, I literally used it for everything. Now, if you knew Manda pre-mid-20s, no, you didn't. That was season one me. We were going through budget cuts, and honestly, the writers had no idea what they were doing. I'd like to reintroduce myself to you throughout these episodes. That way, you can get the full picture of what your girl's been up to. Hi, I'm Manda. I'm a 28-year-old zennial. Yes, that's a thing. <laughs> who enjoys long walks down the wine aisle, sobbing to a good T-Swift song, and reliving the glory days of college when drinking tequila didn't give me heartburn. I'm married to a man I met on a cruise during spring break. I have two wildly energetic puppers, and we currently are navigating homeownership in the midst of an economy crash. I'm a Capricorn, the eldest of four daughters in my family, and an Enneagram 3. I struggle with generalized anxiety disorder and depression, something I've been grappling with for many, many years. I'll leave it at this. My anxiety might be chronic, but this ass is iconic. So speaking of that, I worked mine off to get my dream job working with killer whales at just 25. It was a feat that most don't actually get lucky enough to achieve. And while I had the hard work to back it up, <laughs> it gave me a huge ego. I am not gonna lie. I was feeling myself, y'all. I lived for the moments that I could walk out on that stage, say the iconic show lines, and welcome the audience into a thunderous round of applause for the apex predators they knew would inevitably drench them with freezing salt water. I met people from all around the world that quite literally told me they wanted to grow up to be me. When I first got the call that forever changed my life, I distinctly remember hearing the words, Hi Amanda, this is HR. I'm calling to inform you that your position has been terminated and you are no longer needed to report into work. How to destroy Amanda's entire existence in three words? Your not needed. Remember that chronic anxiety we talked about? My brain started spiraling. I heard not wanted, not worthy, not good enough, not talented enough, not important enough, not useful enough, not enough. I sat on the couch alone in silence. I was in shock and almost instantly my brain started creating the story that I was going to tell when people inevitably started asking. The Olivia Pope in me had just been awakened and I had to fix my image ASAP. I couldn't let anyone see me at my lowest. I couldn't let anyone know that I was hurt. Almost instantly, I got my laptop out and started applying to open positions within the same company to get my job back. Yeah, you heard me. That's the messed up thing. I was just laid off, but there were still tons of positions open, just waiting to be filled. 
While I was among many in the same boat, I felt the most alone I had been in years. This wasn't supposed to happen. This is not how I planned it. I finally learned that I was laid off from that dream job due to budget cuts and a company-wide restructuring. My world collapsed around me in slow motion, mostly because I had tied my entire identity and worth as a human being to that job. It sounds ridiculous now saying it out loud because I'm well aware that my worth is way more than a job working with killer whales. But at that time in my life, I honestly didn't know how I was going to keep going. What's wild to me is I was embarrassed. I was ashamed that it happened to me. Something completely out of my control in my hands. My anxiety filled in the gaps of my brain and created this narrative in my head that I deserved it because clearly I did something wrong to someone at some point in history. Through all of that, I'm lucky to have had an incredible support system, whether from my husband, Kev, friends who immediately drove to my house, or family who wouldn't take, I'm fine, as an answer. I made it through. It wasn't pretty, but I did it. I decided that while wallowing in self-pity felt really good in the moment, and so did stuffing my feelings down and distracting myself with busyness, I needed to find a balance. I desperately needed to feel my feels. So, I decided that at a minimum, regardless of how depressed and awful I felt, I was going to just do one thing a day that made me happy. Whether that was grabbing my favorite Starbucks drink, watching a beloved Disney movie, screaming and dancing to punk rock music, or going blueberry picking with my little sister, I was, at a minimum, going to do the next right thing. Okay, I'll admit. It started as a chore. My friends would check in and ask how the one happy thing I did that day went. But honestly, it kept me accountable and on track. Finally, it became second nature. I would journal every single day and eventually had more grateful things to talk about than ungrateful. It was not easy, but I swapped my mindset and it really made all the difference. It's funny because I got that initial phone call two years ago to the day. Guys, when this episode is debuting, can we say irony? (laughs) That moment I knew would change my life forever, but that is the understatement of the century. Since then, I shifted my entire life, one tiny decision at a time. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, the worst thing to happen to me at that time ended up becoming the thing I'm most thankful for. I'll never forget, two years later, When I first started toying with the idea of walking away from the animal field in order to pursue my growing social media platform online, and I had the weight of imposter syndrome and self-doubt on my shoulders, a sweet colleague said so matter-of-factly, Manda, you have a voice, one that others don't. People are going to listen. People want to listen. They want to grab onto any of the sunshine and rainbows you can spare. And that's what got me thinking. Look, I've made mistakes. I've had some pretty sucky cards dealt to me. It hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows. But you know what? Some days, it kind of has. I'm choosing to keep moving forward, never backwards. I'm choosing to keep my chin up, chest out, and heart open to whatever life throws my way. Cause who knows, it 
could be my next pivot disguised as my worst nightmare. Just waiting to happen. And that, my friends, is what got us to where we are right now. In this spare bedroom, turned craft room, turned full-time office. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. You can either subscribe right now in the app you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can head over to my Instagram, that girl, or our podcast Instagram, Sunshine and Rainbows Pod, to find out more. Lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask right before you go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll let me know. I love reading your reviews in Apple Podcasts, and if you have a minute to spare, I'd love to read yours too. Reviews let Apple know that great listeners like you enjoy our show, and that helps us expand our reach and search results. So it really does make a difference. All right, that's all I've got for you. Thank you so much again for tuning in to another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. I'm your host, Manda, and I'll see you later, pals. All right, so if you're still listening, my husband, Kev, really wants his own segment, and I don't want to give it to him. He's begging me, so I'm going to put it in your hands. If you would like Kev to have a recurring segment on this show where Kevin talks about things that interest him, and weird things that he's up to, and possibly telling you about the weird dreams that he has, you can comment on our Instagram, or DM us, I don't care. But he's really convinced that y'all might want to hear that, and I am not. So, if you're a Kev supporter, I guess just let us know, question mark? I'm sorry. I really tried not to, but he's in the room and he made me ask, so I just can't say no to that cute little face. What was I supposed to do?